So today I'm going to be talking about how we are jars of Jesus's light. That's the title of my sermon today. Um, real quickly, uh, the, and the scriptures are written up there if you need to follow along. I'll read it all too. Um, I'm going to be reading it out of these Bibles that we have on our chairs, our English Standard Versions ESV. I'll be reading some of it out of these so it'll line up with what is in your Bible. Um, but there's also a translation called the New Living Translation that's written kind of more in common language. And I'm going to be reading some out of that too. So if it doesn't line up exactly with what these Bibles say, know that it'll be coming from the New Living Translation. So in Genesis 1, 3 and 4, real briefly, just to kind of set the stage of the light that Jesus gives us, um, it says, then God said, let there be light. And there was light and God saw that the light was good, right? So a while back, I spoke about this light, did a sermon on it and how God spoke light into darkness, like kind of to sum it up, there was darkness and chaos and God said, let there be light. And by the word of God and through the Holy Spirit, light appeared in the darkness and chaos and destruction, right? And brought goodness. God saw that the light was good. So that is the light that we're going to be talking about today. I kind of wanted to set the stage with that. Um, and then we're going to look at 2 Corinthians 4, 6 through 9 for the main part. And we're going to start with verse 6, which says, for God who said, let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts so that we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus. Guys, this is huge. This is really big. That same word, let there be light that spoke out to create this earth, like Lucy was talking about the, the earth and Barbara is so amazing. This creation's incredible. That same light that began the creation, we hold in us, according to the Bible, according to what this says. And um, so looking at this, the first thing I see in verse six is that God makes light shine in our hearts so we can experience the glory of God, which is in Jesus. God, the creator of everything, chose us to carry the light of Jesus, chose us. God didn't give us this light to carry, expecting us to be perfect or always do the right thing all the time. Do we have to like be perfect to carry the light of Jesus? Can we be perfect apart from him? <laughs> no, we can't. And the harder we try, you know, like people who try it in their own strength. Um, I have a heart for those people because it just kind of leads to like legalism and religion that doesn't bring life. You know, if we try to be good enough for God, um, because it's God that makes us good. You can't be good enough for God apart from God. <laughs> um, so we're not expected to be perfect and always do the right thing. And that is a relief, right? In verse seven, it says, we now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God and not from ourselves. And that's good news too. Um, 
if I had something really super precious, like maybe like heirloom jewelry or some or gold coins, like I'm thinking of something that's valuable here on earth. I don't think I'd put it in like um, a Ziploc bag or, or like a broken jar, right? But God isn't like us, you know? He doesn't put his glory and his light in a safe, like, and lock it away from us. He puts his light and his glory in us so that we can take it out as broken jars, take it out and share it with others so that they can be filled too. And it's not out of compulsion and it's not out of um, like we have to do this in order for God to be happy with us. It's because when he fills us up with what he has for us, um, we want to share that with others because we want others to have the same freedom that we have. Um, so we're all broken jars, but God chooses us. He chooses the broken and the crumbling cracked jars to carry his glory. That is good news. God doesn't choose perfect and spotless people. We're all included. Is there such thing as a perfect and spotless person anyways? <laughs> Maybe on the outside, but surely not on the inside. Um, we're all included. And as God fills us with light and power, the things that are hurting in us are revealed and he helps us let those things go, right? He doesn't expect us to be perfect before he fills us up. But sometimes when his light's in us, it reveals things, not in a public way that shames us, but it can reveal things to us about ourselves. And he gives us the strength to maybe lay those things down, you know? And that's really good because it takes the pressure off of us. Um, the power we carry. So it says in verse seven, what I read before, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. So the power we carry, which is the power of the Holy Spirit, isn't something we have to do ourselves or try to keep. You know, it's not something we have to hang on to in a way that is scary or a way that feels like it's slipping out of our hands. Um, it's something that God gives to us and he sustains that in us. Um, God helps us every step of the way. And if we waited until we were perfect to accept God, we would never do it, right? Because we can't do it without God's help. So if we're jars of God's light and power, you know, we're we're fragile jars, but we're filled with God's glory and his light and his power. Hallelujah. That means everything's right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Nothing goes wrong in our lives, right? <laughs> no, that's not what that means. Because we live here in this world. And there's a lot of things that happen in this world and happen to people we love. And just because we're carrying God's light doesn't mean things are always easy. I mean, even Jesus experienced hardships while he was here in the body. Um, verses eight and nine, um, and this is kind of really what I wanted to focus on, says we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. 
I don't like to be pressed on every side. I don't know about you guys. I don't want to be perplexed. I don't want to be persecuted or hunted down or knocked down. I don't want to experience those things. And am I asking for those things if I'm filled with God's light? I don't think so. Because those things happen to us, whether we're walking with God or not, <laughs> you know, they, it's just sort of part of being in this world. Um, if we're not jars of God's glory and light, crappy things still happen. If we are jars of God's glory and light, we face some hard things. But the hope lies in what happens when we do face those hard things. We don't face them alone. We don't be, we're not destroyed. You know, we can be perplexed and, um, but we're not crushed. We're not driven to despair. We're never abandoned and we're not destroyed. You'll have bad days and some days you're going to feel like giving up. At least I do. I don't want to speak that over you guys or anything, but there's bad days that we sometimes feel like just thrown in the towel. At least I'll speak for myself. <laughs> But God, and even on those days, the times when the struggle seems too much to bear, if we remember that we're filled with God and we're filled with his glory, and we remember that we don't bear those things in our own strength and our own power, that, um, sh that, is, that shifts things in us. Sometimes, you know, things are unbearable, but we're not going to bear them alone. We're not going to lift the, you ever feel like something's going on in your life and it feels like a heavy load on your shoulders or you're missing somebody so bad that isn't here anymore. And it feels like that emptiness just can't be filled. It's in those times. I think that God is the closest and he's experiencing those things with us and he's not leaving us alone in our despair. And he's not leaving us alone. And, um, in those times when we're feeling like things are unbearable. He's right there with us, not just with you, but he's in you. He's in you. As far as his spirit lives in you, in these fragile jars, he's right there. When we're filled with the spirit of God, we can know that we will never bear things alone. God will not abandon you, and he wants to fill you with light and glory. We are but fragile humans, fragile jars, and our jars are going to be filled either with God or with something else. You know, God gives us a measure of faith. This is along the same lines as this. Um, but we get to decide what we're going to have faith in. Because he gives that to us as a free gift. He gives us these empty jars as a free gift to us. And he doesn't impose himself on anybody. We invite him in. And he allows us to have faith in him, which brings life. Or sometimes we have faith in things that aren't God. And that usually doesn't lead to um, life. <laughs> you know, I've done that. I mean, I've had faith in things that aren't God and um, nothing good has ever come out of that. But when I shift my perspective and remember like, okay, God, I'm, uh, you know, I'll say, oh, sometimes like today, for instance, <laughs> wasn't a good day, but I'll say, okay, God, I'm pressed on every side, but I'm not crushed. 
I'm perplexed, but I'm not driven to despair. You know, I may be persecuted, but I'm never abandoned by you, God. And I might feel like I'm being knocked down, but I am not destroyed. And we can remind ourselves in that. And God will, it's not just us like talking to ourselves and trying to like conjure something up. It's actually us remembering what God already said and remembering God's truth. Because sometimes things feel really overwhelming and we have to remind ourselves. And sometimes we have to remind each other. You know, if you have somebody in your life who you don't want to like attack people with the Bible, right? Because that happens sometimes. But if you have somebody in your life that's having a hard time, this is sometimes a good thing to remind them, you know, like to help them not despair and help them not feel destroyed. Um, and I think that God shows us how to do that in a way that will bring life and not judgment or shame because we never bring judgment or shame um, or we never want to. <laughs> we never want to when we're sharing God with people, right? Do you guys, is this making sense to anybody? Yeah. Are there things in your lives that feel like knock you down? Like, does anybody feel like the pressure that I'm talking about in places? Yeah. Um, so we'll be filled with God or we can be filled with something else. But nothing else promises to sustain us the way Jesus does. <laughs> And I would encourage you guys to be filled, be loved. You guys are God's beloved sons and daughters. And God will fill you with the light of the glory and power of Jesus. Today in our lives, right here where we sit and right there at home for you guys, God is saying, let there be light in the darkness. Let there be light in any place in you that feels dark. Anything that feels overwhelming, anything that feels sad or lonely or broken god is saying today let there be light in those places and guess what the light is good the light is really good when the hard days come which they will when you're filled with jesus you'll have the power of jesus inside you so you will not be crushed you will not be driven to despair you will never be abandoned by god and you will not be destroyed. And I know when I was writing this, I was like, but God, there's several people in my life who I've lost recently who have died, dead died. <laughs> and that feels like destruction in a lot of ways. It feels like they're destroyed. But Jesus conquered death. And even though um, it feels bad here, I think that... God's grace is bigger than what our understanding is. And God's power over death, even with people whose bodies have died, um, is greater than the loneliness we feel. You know, there's hope in that. There's hope in resurrection. There's hope in those things and those people. You know, I have hope that I'm going to see those people again. Um, and that, that brings comfort and God understands that. I don't think God gives these words to us and then um, doesn't expect us to wrestle with them because I tell you the truth, I wrestle with this. I wrestle with a lot of stuff that's in the Bible and um, have to ask God to give me wisdom 
ask God to give me peace and ask God to fill me and help me to understand it. So I um, think that's, you know, let's ask God to fill us today, actually. In those places that feel really broken and lonely, those are the fragile jars, right? And they're ready. God doesn't care if you're broken or, you know, missing the mark. You know, in the Bible, when it talks about sin, sin is missing the mark. It's like an archery term where the arrow doesn't go right into the bullseye. And what he, he's not going to say, I'm not going to fill you because you've missed the mark. He's going to fill you with his light so that he can help you to hit the mark. And so that that's not something that holds you down anymore. If that makes sense. So I'm going to ask God to fill us up. God, we want you to fill us up. I ask that you would show us the places that um, are empty or maybe filled with something that isn't you. Reveal those to us now. We're fragile and we're broken and we can't face this life on our own, God. We ask that you fill us up with the light and the power of Jesus. If there are things in our life that are in the way of us being filled all the way up, places in our life that are missing the mark, please show them to us and help us to give those things to you. We need your strength, God, when we are weak. Thank you that you don't leave us in our weakness. But in our weakness, your strength is perfected. We need your light where we have darkness. God, I thank you that your light doesn't illuminate in a harsh, shameful way, but your light is soft and your light is loving and your light reveals things so that we can surrender them to you so that we can um, not have to stumble on those things anymore. And God, we want to be filled with you so that we can take you to people who are also sad or broken or empty so that they can be filled up too. Help us to be filled up so that we can overflow your power and your glory and your light onto the people around us. Help us, God, and have mercy on us in your love, your great, great love. Fill us up, God. Amen. Amen. So to close, I'm going to read um, 2 Corinthians 4, 6 through 9 again in its entirety instead of breaking it up. And then I'm also going to read... John 16, 33, because that's from Jesus. Jesus said that to us. <clears throat> I'm going to read this in the New Living Translation, um, 2 Corinthians 4, 6 through 9. For God, and I want to read this kind of as a declaration over you guys. Um, for God who said, let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts, so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God 
not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. You are not destroyed. I'm going to declare that today. And John, in John 16, 33, when Jesus was getting ready, um, getting his followers ready, you know, and warning them and equipping them and all that. Here's what he said. He said, I've told you all this. He was kind of telling them really scary stuff, um, stuff that was going to happen. And so they could know to expect it. And he said, I've told you all this. So you may have peace in me here on earth. You will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. So take heart friends. Even though we have many trials and sorrows, Jesus has overcome the world. 